You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Greetings to all my little quarantine goats out there. It's your host, Lurk, and thanks for checking out this episode of the Van Flip Podcast. If this is your first time checking out the podcast, well, hey, hello to you. We appreciate you stopping by. If you've been here before, welcome back. We greatly appreciate your return visit. There are a few ways you can help support the Van Flip Podcast, and one of them is if you're listening to us on a platform that you can give us a rating, just go ahead and give us a five-star thumbs up or whatever the highest thing is that you can. It definitely helps us out in the algorithm of the podcast world. We here at the podcast started a Twitter account to better interact with you all directly. So go follow us at Van Flip Podcast. Tweet us what you think of the show or who our next guest should be. If you prefer to watch the podcast episodes instead of listening to them, all of our episodes are available on the Lambgoat YouTube channel. So go ahead and head over there to subscribe and hit the bell to make sure you're notified when new episodes are released. Be sure to check out Lambgoat.com to stay up to date on news, releases, and announcements from around the hardcore, metal, and heavy music world. Follow Lambgoat on social media, give us a like on Facebook, and follow Lambgoat on both Twitter and Instagram, at Lambgoat. And as always, I'd like to thank our Patreon supporters, Dylan and Lachlan. Thanks for your continued support. We greatly appreciate it. If you yourself would like to become a Patreon supporter, not only do you help improve and grow the show, but you get early access to the episodes. You also get access to the live concerts before they are released. You also get an invite to the private Discord chat, Lambgoat swag, and other bonus content. We will even shout you out on the show for as long as you are a supporter. Visit patreon.com slash thevanflip for more info. Now that all that is done, let's kick it over to the episode. This week we sat down with Sean and Mitch from Van Berry. Oh yeah, what's this? I feel this. Oh yeah, this is stuff. Oh no. Lambgoat presents the Van Flip Podcast. Alright guys, back on this episode of the podcast, we are not on my living room couch, unfortunately. It's <laughs> way more comfortable for us guys, but uh, I'm sitting here with Mitch and Adam from the band Barry. No! Adam from Orthodox. Yes, we just did that one, sorry. <laughs> Mitch and Sean. <laughs> it's all good. Sorry Adam. Oops, no, yeah, Adam. No, sorry Sean. Not Adam. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't be a podcast if it wasn't fucked up in the beginning. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, especially by me. Yeah, I can't so wait till Adam just do that thing that Joe Rogan does, where you like fade it in when it's like talking, and like it's just like, hey, well, Adam. We, we've kind of done the intro already. <laughs> just forward. Yeah, or you can bring it back to you if you want to sit back. Oh, you got the fucking boom arm, bro. Yeah, you got yeah. the technology. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There we go. There you go. Look at you. It's I comfortable. Like the you have to lean forward, Mitch. Just in it. Sorry. It's all good, not, bro. Not, not anymore. Than oh, word, word, yeah, word. Yeah. Just saying, you're going to have to be uncomfortable right. for a while. We'll figure it out. 
So you guys are from Pennsylvania. You guys have been doing this gig for a number of years, almost 10, right? Like eight or nine? Uh, it's been more like probably five now. Uh, 2014? Is it 2014 or 2015? So I graduated high school in 2013. Went to Young college buck. with James. <laughs> the first day after college, I looked at James and I said, yo, fuck this. Let's try making another band. And now we're here. You were in a band previously? Uh, me and James were just in like shitty bands when we were kids and then started burials and then I just met a bunch of people and then throughout the years we ended up here so rocking and rolling yeah still doing it still kicking that's cool uh you guys are currently on tour with the band we just had on the podcast but uh orthodox with adam and uh (laughs) the real adam the real the real man uh spite you guys i am yep dealer and uh unity was on like the unity yeah they just dropped uh, off like a week or so i'm missing one yeah orthodox Nope. No, yeah, you got them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so how's that been going? For the, you're in somewhat in the middle of it, right? Or we're like, I think we're like eight or nine shows in. I oh, think. Fuck. Um, yeah, and it's like it's going by so fast. Yeah, it's been really, really sick. Like, but it's like really sick. Yeah. So Unity was only on for like the first week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I figured they were on the first half or something. They I think out. Houston was their last show. Yeah, because like I am was just in uh, Europe with Die Artist Murder, and like they couldn't do the first like little bit of the tour because mm-hmm. they were coming back. So Unity did the first little bit, and now I am is like on, oop, on the rest of it. You also hit it too. Now, yep, so there I'm we go. The only one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's already the best podcast ever, <laughs> audio wise. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool it's it's been very good and mm-hmm. we have uh matt from boundaries filling in for us on this tour mm-hmm. and then we're doing australia with him and then europe with polaris yeah with and he's going to be doing the vocals yeah yeah for all this all this tours um i'm trying to like be around the bush but i guess i won't uh is he going to be like your permanent villain or are you going to have like a are you going to search for a vocalist or does I he mean, have other does he have other situations he's involved in too i mean obviously with trap left like two weeks for this tour and then uh he was just like one of the first options i thought of so i just hit him up and i was like yo can you like come on this tour with us because we need somebody like right now and he stepped up to the plate and he's killing it yeah he's doing a really good job yeah yeah uh jp seems to think that relatively the same same sounding, right? Was that similar, similar yeah, sounding? Yeah, they're very, they're pretty similar. That's good. Sure. It's good for the audience, obviously, because yeah. it's not going to be such a yeah. change. We haven't even really like seen too much. Like I, th- I thought it was going to be like a little weird, like the first like bit of shows without Trav, but like everybody seems to be receiving Matt really, really well. So mm-hmm. the shows have still been like just as sick as usual. So, I'm really, so really happy about that. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry, I'm sorry, Mitch. Oh, uh, good. <laughs> no, no, that was done. You're good. It's one of those things like anytime there's like a slight bit of lull in the uh, talking to me just seems like it could be like half a second, but yeah, it seems like yeah. five minutes to me. So it's always like, all right, <laughs> let me think of something to say introductory wise. Yeah. Uh, but um, so speaking of Travis, uh, you guys wrote and recorded the whole record and everything like that, released the record. And then, you know, a couple months after he decides to part ways with you guys and whatnot, like <clears> – <throat> Was that something you guys, in the process of, like, writing and recording, were kind of, like, already feeling that he wouldn't be around for much longer? Or was it a shock kind of a situation? I mean, uh, we made it in darkness, and we all thought it was dope. It came out, and, um, I mean, like he said, like, touring and stuff kind of just wears down on him. So he just uh, decided that he didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I saw it, like, coming really like it definitely was a little bit of a a little bit of a surprise 
for sure. Yeah. Yeah. How did it, was it like a mad scramble to figure out what you guys were doing, or was it just like we instantly thought about just getting a new person to fill in? Yeah, like we we only, only I think yeah. we figured it out in like three or four days. Like it was pretty quick. Yeah, I was on the hunt for somebody, but I didn't want to just get anybody. And then yeah. Now you have all those fucking weirdos hitting you up. Like, let me sing here. Like, no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I do my demos, bro. Yeah, I remember when Misery Signals switched singers and whatnot, and they were looking for a singer like uh, on the internet. Yeah, yeah. That, I didn't want to go that route at all. Not the journey route. Yeah, you want to find a Filipino guy to front your band? <laughs> <laughs> nah, like, yeah, I, that I wasn't trying to do that. Um, how long had the record been out prior to him leaving? It came out in October, so like, remember, like three months basically. And were you guys playing shows between that time period, or were we you did just... that tour with uh, Counterparts mm-hmm. and like Chamber and shit right uh, right before he left, like in November, so. Yeah, it was like that one tour we did. Like the album came out on the tour, and that was the last one he did with us. Did a couple of no, shows. No, the album came out when we were in Japan. Oh no, it did. Did it? No, no. no the, the, the three same, song the came three out. Three songs came out. When we were then in Japan. okay, no, sorry. The album came out like the week before that tour or something like that. So yeah. And this is an interesting time to have parted ways with you guys after a release. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I understand because. Obviously, and a lot of people that are listening or watching this, they may think that being in a band is, like, the fucking coolest thing of all time and touring is, like, fun, which it is fun. Yeah, yeah all it's parts fun of it's as hell, fun. but it's rough. Sometimes. It's a, like a yeah, rough lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're eight or nine days in or whatever, and, like, I'm fucking beat. Yeah, <laughs> y'all have, like, six more weeks or some yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 you got a long one this time around. Yeah, I, I felt it easy. I fell down the slippery slope of uh, needing a Red Bull before every set. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, oh, fuck, man. <laughs> oh, man, here we go again. And it's shocking the Red Bull, and then I'm like, boom. Straight from the path always does that. They, like, shock on the Red Bull before they Dude. play. And I was like, you know what? I'll just chug one real quick. Well, they, they, they're very uh, active on the stage, too. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you know. I was doing lights for them when we were on tour with them and Counterparts, and I started doing the Red Bull chug with them, and I would just be back there like, yes, like, yes, <laughs> yes. I yeah. love doing that shit. It's an EDM show now. Literally, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good shit. It's fun that they are bringing more things like lights, or nah, I, wanna, I don't want to say light shows per se, but they're they're doing more with visuals for bands like you guys and yeah. the scene type bands. We just we have a light guy on this tour, and like when we play, like usually I fucking hate strobe lights, but. Uh, this tour, they're like on beat with what I'm doing. I'm like, yeah, this is kind of sick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you hate strobe lights just like looking at them or yeah, you just, with strobe lights? Like, like just you. like looking at strobe lights, like it makes my head go crazy. But like for some reason, like when the show's dope and they're going and it's on time and not just some dude back there. Like, yeah. <laughs> We'd always just have like the house like guy just like flashing strobes at all the wrong times and Sean would be like, oh fuck. Like, <laughs> epileptic seizure. Yeah, literally. Yeah. No, yeah, as a... As a person in the audience, strobe lights, are, I always think, are cool, but I don't, I don't have a problem them. with them, yeah. Yeah. They don't fuck me up, but I can see why they would definitely fuck somebody up. <laughs> Especially when you're playing drums, because your hands are moving at, like, half the speed that they do when you normally look at them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you wouldn't be able to see, like, when you're hitting was like, Yeah, exactly. I was, like, fucking scared of those things when I was a kid. I remember, like, I tried going to, like, a school dance in, like, middle school, and there were strobe lights, and I was, like, just, like, I gotta leave. I was, like, Mom, come pick me up. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. And now I'm, like, 25 years old, and we're playing shows, and there they are. I'm, like, oh, they're coming back to <laughs> Come back to haunt you, bro. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, 
so yeah, it was tough for him on the road, and then you guys uh, kind of parted ways, and now you're rocking with your the new fill-in guy. Yeah. Um, how much do you think it might affect you guys going forward as far as like a band? Have you guys thought that far, or are you just like playing it out by ear right now? I mean, we kind of have like a rough idea of what we're gonna do because like we do already have most of our year like planned out like touring wise, and what depending on like whatever happens after the Europe tour, like whoever we get, I feel like we're trying to get somebody by the summer so we can try and make some new music just like fast, like, like full time yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, like full time person because like I'm, it's definitely a little weird having like that album like just out and now we have to find somebody new. So I feel like the best thing we can do is just try and get something out like quick that's still like quality and like good with a new person so we can try and like launch off of that instead of like having to ride in darkness for like you know a, a two-year fucking album cycle so is that know. normally what your cycles are like a year or two yeah like in darkness actually came out over a year after pain again did like we we put out pain again in like august of 2017 and then uh in darkness didn't come out until october of 2019 so it was like a two two year and two month album cycle mm -hmm. so yeah. Well, all the best. I know because it's all like it is taxing, very taxing to be you know on the road nonstop. Do you guys <clears throat> do you guys like crash on couches, crash in the van, get a hotel room, Airbnb? Crash everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. August Burns Red used to like pull over. Is it August Burns Red or is it Parkway Drive? One of them used to pull over and just camp. You know, I think that was the Parkway Drive. I remember seeing that. Yeah, they yeah. used to pull over and camp that on the road. Documentary or whatever. Yeah, we uh we'll hit Walmart sometimes. We'll get hotels sometimes, we'll get Airbnbs, we'll stay at people's houses. Like, literally, whatever the best and most appropriate option is, is whatever the fuck we're doing. So yeah. You're kind of slumming it on the road a little bit. Oh, but yeah. it's also part of the experience. So 100%. I love sleeping in the van. Fuck it. It's, it's hilarious. I'm 25 years old things. and I sleep in a fucking white van in a Walmart parking lot. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? You guys are living the van dweller life without <laughs> being like van dwellers. I love you know? it. I understand why, like, older bands need bandwagons and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. When I'm 30, maybe not, because, like, that bench is going to fucking hurt my back. Your back. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Get uh, for get now, I'll, I'll keep the money and sleep in the damn van. Shit rips. Yeah. yeah, is it more of a, like, a, just a financially conscious decision as to why you guys are sleeping like that? Or? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Those bandwagons are expensive, man. Dude, yeah. yeah. I'm like, holy shit, how do you afford that? <laughs> Straight up, there's no. I'd rather way. have that money to go home and like go Keep. to the bar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can feel that. So like, not straight edge. Uh, like we we've had. It's weird. Our filling straight edge. Yeah, our filling is, but the rest of us are not. Uh, ah, yeah. I think yeah. I think Adam said that. Or yeah, we're, our photographer is also straight edge, so he's been dealing with us for years. Yeah, we're not we're not that bad. Yeah. You're not obnoxious. I feel like if there's like usually like three or four days of tour where we're like. We're gonna fucking get wild, like, that's and then, but that's it. But every other day, I feel like you know we're all just casually drinking and doing Whenever whatever. We go we're to fine. Is when Party time. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. I mean, we have is. a select group of friends down there that we have. Yeah. Down here. Down mm -hmm. here. Down, down here. here. <laughs> down here. <laughs> Below Jacksonville, like Tampa. Is. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're in South Georgia right now. I understand. <laughs> yeah, I get you. Um, no, yeah, man. Uh, picking and choosing when you have like your days for partying is. Fucking yeah. dope. I but, actually took like a, I took like a month off from drinking, and like last night was the first night I drank in like weeks. And being on tour before then, it's honestly like way better being sober on tour. Probably yeah. there's a lot because you felt so much better moving but, around. Like, I was with too. my friends last night. I was like, all right, like I'll do one. <laughs> 
But one led into what? A couple? Uh, no, I was like, I'll have one party night. You know? <laughs> oh, one party night, not just one drink. Yeah. I gave it up for a year. Really? Yeah, it was rough. Not rough. It was rough in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of was just like, yeah, fuck it. And I just stopped. And at first it was weird. And then like a few weeks went by and I just like started feeling, eh, I don't really need it as much as I thought I did before. Yeah. And, that was one of the things I, uh, I was very nervous about giving it up. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I was like, what the fuck am I going to do when I go out? Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, it's, you're like, what are you going to like in social interactions like that? It's like, you were always like, yeah, I'm going to get fucking drunk, you know, have all my friends. <laughs> you got that social loop. But and now it's, yeah. it's like, yeah. after I like got past that, like first, like two weeks or so, and like I was around my friends and being on tour and they're all drinking. I'm like, oh, I can still hang out and be sober and not have a headache tomorrow. Yeah. The, yeah. but you, I will say this, <clears throat> if you give it up for an extended period of time, just like you give up anything, your tolerance goes to shit. Yeah. And so, like, when I started kicking it back up, it I was like... I watched it in tonic last night, and I was like, yo. <laughs> I'd, I'd, have like, I'd have, like, four... It's like high school over again. <laughs> I'd have, like, three or four tall boy PBRs or some shit, and then, like, yeah. my morning would be fucked. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, I wasn't even drunk, you know what I mean? But it just fucking tear, it wears on you. We've just yeah. been drinking White Claw because, A, we're pussy, and, B, because it does, doesn't give me a hangover. Yeah, you, and obviously, you're drinking wa- malt liquor water, so yeah. you're staying hydrated. It's fucking great. It's honestly the craziest thing to me is white claw dude seltzer water it, alcohol man. you Everyone's ever see that it. coming no <laughs> no because i definitely, I but definitely you know, didn't but it, but it I is. love it <clears throat> it is malt liquor they use for that stuff. Yeah. yeah so it's probably so even it's, worse for you than yeah. oh 100 because like but, it's illegal for them to like mix hard liquor and like yeah, yeah. soda in a fucking can right well because it's like children want it yeah basically i mean it's more enticing but they sell that shit in like other countries though like i've seen in like liquor stores in australia and shit they have like literally like jack daniels brand jack and coke in a can in a liquor store and it's yeah. like i've seen those here really yeah there's a couple yeah, there's a couple like weird branded things i think coke was maybe they can they get away with it because it's malt liquor instead of alcohol um, go to japan and get some strong yeah we were. I was warned about those, and then I had one. I was like, "It ain't that bad." Dude. What is it? What, you, what is it? What the hell even? It's is basically it? like a Asaki? Japanese four loco, but it's like not as bad. Yeah. Like it's you can get it at like literally any Seven Eleven. You just walk in, they have a whole fucking refrigerator case like full of alcoholic drinks, and there's like the strong is like the specific one we kept drinking, and like it just kind of tasted like it was vodka plus like horrible soda in a can, <laughs> but like. I don't understand it because you drink like one of them and you're fucking done. Yeah. Like you're literally yeah. fucked. I drank one the day that we got there and the next morning uh, we were like rolling around this area called Harajuku and I was like – I had a bag with me and I was just vomiting the whole time we were there into a bag. Yeah, I, I literally so thought fucked. he was going to die in Japan. We were like outside of this like cookie shop <laughs> and he was like throwing up all day and he was just leaning on this fucking table out front. And was like shaking. I was like, dude. It was bad. <laughs> yeah. It was like a mixture of like hangover, I think weird food, and jet lag all hitting me at the same fucking yeah. time. How long were you guys in Japan for? Like 10 days. Was I that think? long enough to get like accustomed to your to that schedule? Yeah, and shit? I think so, yeah. I mean, like we were kind of fucked like the whole time just because like the, like the shows and shit were going late. So like we were still like out until fucking like. Sometimes like three or four a.m. But like, yeah, I felt after like a day or two, I was like totally fine. Like, did you guys come from the states or were you somewhere yeah, else? We came from the states. Yeah, yeah that's the long. That's the fucking. It was cool being flight. able to be in Japan. We played shows at Jesus Peace. Yeah, yeah. And like, I've been friends with Aaron since I was like sixteen. So like, me that's and cool. him being over there together with our bands at like 
in 2019 it was. Yeah. It was like, dude, this is wild. Wild. Yeah. yeah. See, that kind of stuff, <clears throat> and again, I'm not saying anything negative about anything or anyone, but that kind of stuff makes it worth it. Like yeah. being on tour. You know what I mean? Like I get that like being on tour in the States, if you're from the States, is way more taxing. Because yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, but as soon as you, yeah, like when you, like the plane ride to Japan sucks, but you get out of the plane and you're like, Holy it's a different shit. fucking planet. Yeah, like, why am I, I mean? looking at this because I play breakdowns? So this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, all because you play <laughs> breakdowns, you get to see cool shit like that. Is like, what the hell? And I'm, uh, and weirdly enough, in the last like 20 years or so, uh, you know, that particular part of the world, like Japan, China, Southeast Asia, and all that shit. They're, like, super getting big into, like, hardcore and metal oh, yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. Like, Japan is literally the best place, like, for heavy music. Like, in the States, you have... The one thing I noticed about being in Japan was, like, they don't really, like, have egos over there with, like, metalcore and hardcore. <laughs> and, like, 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 Sand and Crystal Lake played at the same show. Okay, yeah. They were all chilling with each other. I was like, over here, like, <laughs> they'd be like, oh, that band's fucking stupid. But, like, <laughs> over there, they're like, it's just awesome. They all, I, they, they're happy with what they got, and all the bands kill it. All the sound guys are great. I didn't see one bad local band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every band fact. there is amazing. Really? It's crazy. There's a couple of bands that I've started to check out from there, uh, Crystal Lake's one of them, yeah. obviously, recently, because they just came out with a record last year or something like that as well. Yeah, band's nuts. Uh, Defile, too, is one. They just came out with a, they're like a death metal band. Okay. But I started listening to it, and I was like, hey, this is pretty good. And I checked it out, and they're like, from, they've been around since 92 or some shit. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, damn. But, um, yeah, that's it's crazy that they're so into that style of music. You know what I mean? Uh, because... When you think about Japan, you don't necessarily gravitate towards heavy music. Nah, yeah, for sure. I feel like it's one of those things, too, where, like, I feel like when international bands, like, go to Japan, even kids that may not necessarily, like, fuck 100% with it will, like, just still go to the show because, like, they don't really get a lot of shows. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Cause, it's like, foreign to them. It's like, yeah, yeah. Them. Like, I, a lot of the kids that were at the show seemed like they were just there for, like, the experience of it. They're like, holy fucking shit, this is crazy. Like, yeah. So it was just it was it's definitely like a very interesting audience, you know what I mean? It's cool. Yeah, it was a great time. We had Brendan from Counterparts singing for us in Japan. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. So it was like funny being there with him, and then Counterparts came right after, and then he did a whole Counterparts. Yeah, he was there for like a month straight up. Yeah, (laughs) because he had like fucking like I think seven days off between when we left and when Counterparts got there. He just stayed there. Yeah, yeah, like his girlfriend flew in. They just like chilled for a week, and it's like, damn, that's so sick. All for breakdowns, bro. Yeah, dude. All through breakdowns. That's the crazy part about. Like, especially with, like, music, but, like, the internet, you know what I mean? How everything is so fucking accessible that people all the way over on the other side of the world, yeah. you know, are downloading your shit. I was looking yeah. at Spotify the other day, like, that Spotify for Artists app, and, like... Where you're, like, yeah. who's listening and, to what, where? And there was, like, multiple cities in, like, Europe that were, like, in our top ten, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's so crazy, like, just wild that you can actually tap into that now and see exactly where people really like you, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was one of my big yeah. goals as when I was in the band, to fucking just get out of the States. I think right. if you get out of the States, you're doing quite well. The other thing about, like, being in a band, like, before all this shit, like, I don't know how the hell people ever toured without a GPS. Oh, we talk about this all the time. MapQuest, dog. Dude, yeah, like, printing out MapQuest. Fucking That's what we did. That was fucking Atlases and MapQuest. I, oh I my to God. this day, though, have no idea how we arrived at, like, some of the VFW halls. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> random-ass little venues and shit. Like... 
How did you know, like, the time you were going to show up? Did it tell you on your map quest? Like, leave now. No, dude, you were like, okay, 60 miles an hour for an hour is <laughs> oh, you 60 miles. <laughs> so, you know, like, you're like. No, yeah. not even, like, a calculator on your phone. Like, you have a no, real yeah, fucking your phone calculator. Didn't have a calculator from those <laughs> oh, parts. Oh, my God. We are so fucking privileged. Jesus yeah, yeah. Christ. I uh, suck at math, so I would have been. Dude, yeah, we, we would show up at, like, 7 p.m. to every show. Like, whoops. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we'd, like, well, if we're doing 80, you know, no one knew exactly what the – we weren't, like, fucking college graduates from Harvard and nothing like that. We were, like, yeah. 80 miles an hour? I don't know. Fucking – your van, your van's not going 80 either, but, you know, 10 hours? But still, finding the lo- finding the venue in a town that you've never been in, yeah. even though you have MapQuest and the Atlas, you're, like – I remember a couple years ago we toured with this dude Hunter. He was like with uh, Gideon, Mm -hmm. and he like told us about like touring like years ago, but said like a similar thing. Like they would get into like the town where the venue was, but like he said this was even like before MapQuest, and they would literally have to like find a payphone, call the venue, get the address, mark it on the map, get directions from the venue and how to get there from where they were. Like what? Like imagine just rocking up in New York City, and it's like. Where do I go? Yeah. Like, what? Dude. Yeah, all the one way, like, and then especially places like New York where, like, one way this way only and all that shit, and you're like, getting, yeah, and you have a band band yeah. and a trailer. Your GPS doesn't tell you that that's a one way. Yeah. <laughs> it's even, like, annoying now. I can't even imagine doing it without a smartphone. Like, mm-hmm. Jesus. Damn. <coughs> just think about before even all that, before, like, fucking MapQuest was fucking real thing. Dude, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, literally before impossible. Whenever you. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, I lived all that life. I'm a little older than you all, so I lived all that life. Um, yeah, traveling without a GPS. Just a sidekick, you know, the T-Mobile sidekick. Oh, yeah. Best phone ever made. It was cool because it was like the only, it was like one of the only phones you could IM. Yep. And you didn't have to use your text messages because you had a lot of yeah. amount of text messages back in the day. I didn't have a phone until I was in eighth grade. I didn't have a phone until I was like 18. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, fuck you. I think I got a cell phone when I was like... I was, like, in sixth grade, but it was, like, the most basic one you could buy because my parents were, like, you can only use this to call us if, like, you're getting kidnapped. You know what I mean? It wasn't, like, here's a phone to, like, text your friends. Yeah, the jitterbug where only, oh, yeah, you only like, had, like, yep. one call that you could make if you were getting kidnapped. You know, like, I had this, I, one of the jobs I had between touring, I worked at, like, a mechanic shop, and one of the mechanics was, like, came in and told me how he was all freaked out because you know how you can do like find my friends on your phone mm-hmm. his like daughter's location when she was at school was saying she was like in the woods next to the school and like yeah uh, the guy and his wife freaked out and were like scared shitless but she was just like sitting in math class yeah. Yeah. it's just like fucking yeah. up the, GPS. <laughs> the, like, the wi-fi is fucking it up a little up. bit yeah. yeah it's like some black mirror like archangel shit just like tracking your kid oh it's crazy it's like because you can share your, with an iPhone, you can share your location with certain people, you yeah. know. So like, I share my location with my significant other. Yeah. But it's always yeah, you can always just like see where they're at. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. crazy. Um, Technology's wild. It's crazy. So you uh, do you do mechanic shit when you're back at the back home? Not really. I just, on like I'm in the cars and like boats and like shit like that. But uh, Sean likes going fast. I like to go fast. I can't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I'm not a going fast kind of guy, guy. Yeah, my mom's going to be pissed when I buy a motorcycle after this tour. Just wear, like, a double helmet, you know? Yeah. yeah. That seems to be a big problem. As long as you just don't die. Just I'll do whatever the, you I'll want. I'll be the Def Leppard drummer with one arm. That'd be sick. Yeah. It's hard to play good... Uh, yeah. It's hard to play with one arm. I'm pretty sure that's what happened to me. He was in a motorcycle wreck and he really? lost his arm. Really? Jesus. I thought it was a bus crash. Mm, maybe. Def Leppard? I think it was a motorcycle. It, it might be. Out. I don't know. 
Yeah, Google it real quick. I I know Metallica got in a bus crash. Uh, yeah. Def Le- I thought Def Leppard got in a How bus crash. How did Def Leppard guy lose his arm? <laughs> oh, man. Siri knows all. Do you remember before Siri there was Cha-Cha? Yeah, I never used that shit. <laughs> that shit Holy was hilarious. Shit. He, um, he lost control of his Corvette Stingray and uh-huh. hit a brick wall. Nuts. He liked going fast. Yeah, he was going fast, too. He was going, yeah. So, what kind of cars are you into? Like, fast cars, obviously, but, like, imports, uh, American? Yeah, like, imports and American. Was being in Japan just, like, a fucking oh, yeah, jerk-off central? Oh, yeah, every kid showed up to the venue with a sick-ass, like... You got a Skyline bar, bar? Yeah, right. Motorcycle, or, like, a Skyline, like, they're everywhere. It's, like, RX-7s everywhere. I was like, dude... You drive all these right-handed, or, yeah? Yeah, it was, like, right-side drive and yeah. everything. My buddy Kyle had a, the guy out, out here, he had a right side Del Sol up yeah. until recently, yeah. I saw it, when, it was funny, I remember being like really drunk in Japan, and we took a taxi to a hotel, and like I was sitting on the, the our driver's side, I was sitting on the left side of the car, and the driver was next to me, <laughs> and over here in America, you can go right on red, mm-hmm. And I was so drunk, and I'm sitting in this car, and he made a left on red. <laughs> and I was like, yo, we're going to die. <laughs> and I was like, wait, no, it works like that yeah. over here. I'm sure it's the road, literally. Like, I'm um, sure it's a little awkward to just be in that seat in general and not be driving. Yeah, it was just funny. It was like, especially like when we were going to the shows, like we had, they had people that were driving us in a van basically everywhere. And like sitting on the right side of the car and like sitting behind the driver, it was always just like, it just felt weird. Like, yeah. I don't know how to explain it. It yeah. was just like, it being in like a car your whole life or on the left side and then it's switching, it just feels so unnatural. Like, yeah. it's it's weird. It's crazy that we're like one of the only countries that does weird things like that. Yeah, you know? yeah. Everybody else like on the fucking, not the metric system. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening Military to that. Time. Uh, what's the dude who made the Teslas and shit? Elon, Elon Musk. Yeah, his podcast at Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. About like the test pre pre and... or post him smoking weed because once he smoked it was like kind of game over. <laughs> I don't think it, yeah, dude, but he said he has like an Easter egg in one of the Teslas where it can dance. Did you hear that? Wait, There's what? Like an Easter egg that he was saying is in a Tesla where you can program so the car will literally start dancing. Oh my god, I don't when remember that. When he says that. dancing, does he just mean like doors opening, and closing? <laughs> maybe, maybe it like goes back and forth, doors opening. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think uh, van. We had like a Tesla van SUV pick us up like an Uber one time. Yeah. And uh, it was like, it, it was a nice one. I don't know why he was fucking doing Uber or anything, but yeah. uh, he had like the big iPad Pro fucking screen, and it Dude, was like yeah. we're driving on Mars. But he also, I think he had something like where it would dance. Yeah, I think really he like showed it to us because we were all fucking. Mike's mom, inebriated. our bass player, has like the like white Model S or whatever, and like the, when she first got it, I looked in the car and I literally thought it was an iPad. <laughs> and then she's like, "No, that's that's the dashboard of the car." I was like, "Oh, yeah, <laughs> like what?" Yeah. Technology is going to be crazy in the next couple of years. And then they Dude, started yeah. talking about the AIs and shit. Oh, my God. Like yeah. self-driving scary. cars? It is scary. No, like robots. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> like Terminator Judgment like, Day shit, literally. Is that movie Ex Machina or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, it's going to be like that, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're gonna impl- you're going you're gonna to download your brain. At yeah. some point, I can't something. wait to have my like iRobot, like my little robot in my house that just does shit for me. Would you rather have an iRobot or would you rather be implanted into a robot? I would definitely rather be implanted into a robot so I could live forever. That'd be fucking sick. I don't know if I would want to be around that long. So you say that now. As long as I have the option to pull the plug. Like if I'm eventually like, yo, fuck this. You know, you know what I mean? Like because I don't like being around for like a million years. 
I don't know about that, but like at a couple hundred, I think the that'd be cool. The world's melting, bro. Yeah. Yeah, but at least you'll be able to fly to like Mars. True. I transport my robot self to I'm, fucking. You may even just be able to Cooper. fly to Mars without a spaceship. Honestly, yeah. You teleport. Like Imagine if we could teleport on tour. It's like, yep, end of the night, put all the gear on the fucking thing, hit the coordinates, boop, venue. Imagine if I was an AI playing drums, I'd be unstoppable. Dude. Yeah. There, there's I a couple of bands. The, dude, all deathcore drummers would be done for, man. Dude, yeah, it's over. <laughs> no more triggers. You just connect yourself yeah, to the drum no kit and just, triggers, like, think. No more triggers, just an AI. It would be like, uh, it, it's like, um... Like the Old Spice commercial with Terry Crews when he oh, was like dude. flexing and shit. And yeah. just all the, yeah. All the shit's like popping out of him. Dude, it's fucking they, so funny. Could, dude, there would be some crazy blast beats if there was an AI. That would take... What, have you guys seen the fucking... The, the metal band that's all robots? And with the, yeah, I was gonna say, there's like a band that's all yeah. robots and it's like fucking stupid. They like played Philly or like... I can't remember where it was, but like a bunch of my friends like saw it a couple months ago and they took videos of it. And like, yes, it was impressive, but like... It looked like the funniest thing I have ever seen in my life. Like, yeah. it was bizarre. I think I saw that on that Catatonic Youth Instagram yes. at one point. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. That, that's a fucking great account. Yeah. I don't know where they get that content from, but fuck me. That shit is funny. I really, really like that page. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. I stumbled upon it because of uh, Chris from Poison the Well, I think, was telling me about it. And of course, I see him now comment on every video that yeah. he posts. So it's hilarious. They're, they've been starting to post like metalcore shit too on there, like mm-hmm. funny ass, like old videos of just like old bands playing shit like back in the day. It's just like insane. It's like wow. Yeah, I wonder who's they... running it. I have no idea. Those Instagram accounts like that are always interesting. I wonder. I don't know how many followers he has now. I knew it's it was a, lot. Like a couple hundred thousand when I yeah. last looked, but <clears throat> probably getting paid for those posts that. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Somehow, right? You got to make money somehow. <laughs> Straight yeah, you up. guys, you guys uh, ventured out in your, I don't know, what you call it income stream or whatever. You guys sell uh, different styled merch than most bands. You guys like have, yeah. I don't want to say fanny packs, but you have bags. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> we actually shared a uh, <clears throat> meme the other day on our Facebook where it's like. Some guy posted a status and was like, "Dear band, stop selling shirts. I have enough of those. Sell pants." And then your your guys' pants were the ones I thought about when you, when I read that. Yeah, um, I am has pants on the store. Yeah. Yep. What are those things that John keeps trying to get us to zoom? Oh yeah, zoom zoobins or like zoombas. They're like these fucking like like nineties wrestling pants. Like yeah. Crazy shit oh my they god! Look yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. I like, want to do it John's so been bad. Like, yeah, do so this. you should probably do that. Uh, just because nobody steal that idea before we do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, my buddy Kyle out there, he is big into that, that yeah. shit. Yeah. He wants like the. He's a big Miami Dolphins fan. If you couldn't tell with the coloring, <laughs> but um. Yeah, he's getting, like, the Miami Dolphins Zumba pants from fucking, like, 1990 or whatever. Yeah. And, I mean, it is what it is these days. I think you're allowed to be, not allowed, but you're able to be, like, more free with just how you think and how you dress and what music you listen to for the yeah, most part, Yeah, 100%. Uh, to where, like, it's just your individuality. Yeah. There's a lot of dope stuff out there now. Yeah. I think with the woke culture, so to speak, you know what I mean? It's, it's That's one of the People positives. People want different shit, I feel yeah. like, like. I think it's cool though. I like it. Yeah, I, like it too. I feel like bands have way more interesting merch now. Like I have fucking, I have an I am lighter at home. I love that lighter. Uh, it's like a nice ass like Zippo lighter. Okay. Eric has an I am knife. 
Uh, yeah. It's all about branding, you know what Literally. I mean? Literally. Left Behind just made those axes. Dude, the, you, you ever see the fucking Left Behind slides, the Blessed by the Burn slides? Yeah, they're, they're so sick. sick. No, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's different, though, because you have different ways to get income for yeah. your band. You yeah. Because, again, like, being on the road and playing music, you only get X yeah. amount, you know, per... I mean, people try to give us, like, shit sometimes for, like, being, like, a merch band, but it's, like, it's not... That's not like our. We just like fashion as well as being. In oh yeah. So it's like it's just what we want to do. Yeah. Like we're not trying to like go to any specific market and be like this is what it's like. Now nah, this is what actually looks good on people, so I'm sure they'll buy. It. Right. Yeah. It's also just good because again, you only have certain amount that you can make right. per show, per album, per you know fucking whatever. So having these other streams of revenue. Help you not have yeah. to do other jobs. Hundred percent. You know, like, help you be on the road longer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Some people just. I don't know. People want to make bad looking shit too. I guess. <laughs> I find that I find that that's more often now because they, uh, you know, just with the way that the culture is, a lot of like the '90s, even like the '90s computer graphic shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Uh, MS Paint style fucking flyers or yeah, like merch like, shit like that is big. Yeah, hundred percent. So that's cool. that's a little bit crazy to me because yeah. I come from a design background and hate all that shit. But yeah, it's yeah. all the rage. So I feel like that like weird like what you're just talking about that weird like MS Paint like kind of like I don't even know how to describe it. Almost like low res like yeah. shit is almost like bleeding into like music sound now too because like there's a bunch of bands and like a bunch of artists that like make shit that are like literally like clipping and just like sound like yeah on like a real level sound bad but like it's sick because it sounds bad i feel like it's kind of like the same thing where it's just like adds an element everything's been so like crystal clear like high res for so long i feel like everybody's kind of like what if we made it like shit it might be kind of cool see i'm not i'm not really i love like here for that i feel you i like some of it but i don't like all of it like there's some bands that like i feel like the thing is like a lot of uh, I feel like a lot of like the old school bands, like metal bands, like Metallica, Metallica is one. Shit like that, like they, their records sounded sick, and now you hear mm-hmm. them like all polished, and it's like yeah. definitely weird. See, I'm, <laughs> I think I'm a little different. Their earlier shit, like way early '80s, like you know late '80s, early '90s stuff, sounds to me, and again, I'll probably catch hella shit for this, but it sounds like it was recorded in a trash can. It's very like. Flat. Some of it definitely is, you know. Sure, and yeah. for me, I like a f- more full sound. So, mm-hmm. you know, if they were like to re-record or remaster all that shit, that'd be kind of cool too. But yeah. again, it probably loses some of the me- the metallic sound yeah. of that. So, fucking uh, Brock Hampton, um, Bareface, the one singer in the band, he uh, has this thing on Bandcamp. It's like a shoegaze record. Mm. It's called No Wi-Fi, mm. and it like. It sounds like they just recorded it on their laptop and like yeah. in a room, but the songs are so sick. With the yeah, they're really cool. Just like like DIY, mm-hmm. but like I want to hear like a full record of that yeah. stuff. Like it's funny that you brought up Rock Cannon because I was gonna like when we were when I was saying the thing about the low res stuff, I was thinking about this group called Hunter Gex. Have mm-hmm. You ever heard of them? Not them. Brock. I'm familiar with Brock Hampton. Yeah, but. they like they just went on tour with Brock Hampton and like their whole like sound is kind of like how like old and distorted kind of can we make it but they're using like modern instruments mm. so it's like the 808s and all the synths and the vocals are all just like fucking peaking but like it sounds sick as hell like it yeah. it almost sounds like hard because of how like fucked it is you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. well in hip-hop currently 
distorted 808s and fucking blown out 808s are like the oh, thing. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I remember when it first kicked off, I was not not a fan, but I mean, you hear so much of it, it just becomes like a thing, and like it doesn't bother me anymore. Yeah, I feel you. Like, that... One of my favorite artists right now is a uh, Black Marble. I don't know if you ever heard of him. No clue. But his shit's all like. Uh, it's not like the craziest production, but it's like synth, dream pop type stuff. Mm-hmm. That's like all I listen to when I'm at home. Beats are getting simpler, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. but it, it was nice. like that kind of production and shit too that like almost got me into listening to hip hop. Cause like I didn't like it when I was younger, like at all. And then like when the beats started getting like more fucked up and just like raw sounding, I thought it was really cool. Like have you ever heard that Kanye West album Jesus? Mm-hmm. Like those beats are like just so insanely distorted and fucked up. Also, and that was, like, one of the first it. things that made me, like, go, oh, I like this. You know yeah. what I mean? So. I mean, I, I, I was... Uh, go ahead. I, I just remember being a kid, like, before I liked rap music because I didn't know any better at the time. Yeah. Uh, I had that... A, the a, <laughs> before I, I liked rap music because I didn't know any better. <laughs> I didn't. I just listened to rock because my dad was like, listen to this. And I was like, cool. And then I remember having the AIM icon as the dude smashing his, like... Uh, his guitar his jukebox thing and oh says, yeah rap yeah. sucks <laughs> <laughs> fucking I love AIM. it now <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 that's hilarious yeah uh, no, that's crazy do you guys listen to a lot of other music outside of like heavier stuff because I, I mean I obviously you can't just yeah. keep yeah, that in the repertoire it's very rare that I listen to heavy music when I'm chilling like, how often do you listen to it like um, heavy music I listen to like my friends bands like Year of the Knife or like Jesus Peace or stuff like that like or Knock Loose but usually, like, my favorite band's Oasis, so... Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, I get you. <laughs> okay. I get you. I still listen to, like, a good amount of heavy music, but, like, a lot of it for me is, like, I record and produce bands, so, like, I like to try and take in, like, as much of it as I can without losing my mind, just so I can kind of, like, keep up with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, I find myself with heavy music now, like, when I was younger, I'll just, like, repeat the same albums all the time, where now, like, I'll just, like, throw on, like, a bunch of different shit in a row and just, like listen to all the new yeah. stuff and then like usually find like one or two things that i will go back to like a lot but yeah i, we, I find myself listening to a lot more like chill music and like hip-hop stuff now. i get that yeah i uh me and the chilled cow youtube channel have a on and off again relationship i don't know if you're familiar with that i don't think i am youtube mm-hmm. they have a like a 24 7 lo-fi hip-hop oh yeah oh sick so it's that channel <laughs> but <laughs> i'll go like anytime that i'm i remember like, as a kid like, if my dad and all of them were, like, cleaning the house or some shit, they'd put on, like, the jazz station, and it'd just be, like, your ambient music in the background. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the chilled cow is my ambient, my, like, ambient chilled music. Study too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. basically yeah. that. Exactly. It's the other exactly. channel of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. you're walking in your homie's crib, and they got that shit busted, and you're like, ah. Fucking just <laughs> oh, smoking man. blunts, you know, fucking, I had, we had a, all that. I had a joke when I, I was working at Cold Cuts, like, the merch company we print at, and uh, if I would walk in... And uh, we had this joke going where, like, these two dudes I would work with, they were listening to the Smiths. I'd be like, who broke your heart last? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because really, yeah, like, dude, really. I, see, I see you texting paragraphs over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, in his, he's in his feels with the fucking, <laughs> with the, with the fucking music and shit. Yeah. It's crazy how it makes you feel about a certain way, you know? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't listen. I mean, recently I've been listening to more heavier music on repeat just from this whole situation that I'm involved in with Lambcoat. Yeah. But before that, it was... I stepped away for years. Yeah. A good five, eight years of not listening to, like, any kind of hardcore metal, other than the bands that I'd already 
you know, established that I fucking will listen to forever. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Every time I die, I poison the well and shit. So, but it's been cool <clears throat> working here at um, that. I've been exposed to a lot more different shit. And like with Orthodox, they were one of the. Um, I used to be in like a big new metal kid when I was like in middle school and early high school before yeah. I found like the scene, you know. And uh, I really like the resurgence of like the new metal mixed with the metal core so it's like mm-hmm. the new metal yeah. core yeah yeah I'm here for that I'm here for that yeah I feel like uh, in a way like the new wave of bands that are I feel like have been coming up over the past like three to four years are kind of like it's either a way more refined and like better sound of like the scene phase shit like the fucking like attack attack like yeah. that kind of stuff mm. like just crab core yeah exactly like way more refined versions of that or it's kind of like the even older stuff before that, like the heavier style scene yeah. shit that's like both kind of like coming back and just being made into better forms. Like, yeah. I feel like most of the bands I hear coming up now are like one of those two things just like done way better. Even, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, even like the, when the door opened again for bands like Varials to get back into the mainstream was like crazy. And honestly, the band that I uh, think is responsible for that is Kublai Khan. Yeah. Because I was, I listened to them when I was in high school, yeah. and then they got signed, and like people were like, "Oh, this is really heavy," <laughs> and like they opened the door. Then came like Knock Loose, us. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't even in Varials like when they like were first yeah. started, and were like listening to shit like that, and like making music like that. But like for me, honestly, as like corny as it sounds, it kind of like was Varials that like kind of made me get into that whole style. Like I didn't really like Kublai Khan or like any of that mm-hmm. stuff when it first came out, <clears throat> and then like. Yeah seeing them like play locally all the time before I was in the band and like hanging out with them I was like oh this shit does fucking slap like this shit's sick as fuck so yeah well plus sometimes it takes multiple listens to actually get into something that you're so not used to you know yeah no 100% and now I love all of it like I think it's some of the best like heavy stuff out there it's like a lot of the bands that we we tour with so I really yeah, enjoy yeah and that. again I think just heavy music in general in the last handful of years is making a big resurgence yeah too. 100% because yeah. for a while there it was like it definitely hit a lull for, like, a few years. Yeah. I feel like 2013 to, like, up until, like, two or three years ago, everything was just kind of in this weird... EDM, fucking... bro. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're no, really not. not wrong at all. I mean, I got... <clears throat> I was attracted to early dubstep around, like, 2011. Mm-hmm. Like, Same. Or bro step, whatever you want to call it, the American yeah, version. Yeah, like yep. When it first came out when I was a kid. Dude, was everybody like, was on it. We were, like, sick. fucking dope. But I think I got attracted to it because, A, I grew up on... My first, mu- the first music I found and sought out myself was rap. Yeah. So outside of my parents was rap, but then I spent a lot of time in, you know, the scene, hardcore metal scene and breakdowns and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to me, when dubstep popped out, or like it was like, oh, this is like rap but with breakdowns, you yeah. know? So yeah, there's definitely a lot of like crossover similarity similarities to it. Like I, I, I can definitely, I, I know a lot of my friends too. Like came in the same way. Like they just like always listen to rap when we were kids and then me yeah. and my friends started like exposing them to it, and they were like yo we like this like this shit's sick yeah. so i feel like i've been wanting to get into like house music more for some I got reason you. when i hear that like i just love that sound yeah hit me up i, I i'll send you all this yeah. stuff that's main my main electronic music so, i mean i make shit. house music too so oh hell yeah yeah um just gotta check our day sheet real quick i forget no what, problem man what we're, we're getting close anyway so i'm just gonna run because uh, again man 
these podcasts are going fucking quick. Like, I feel like we just sat down and it's fucking right? 40-something minutes into it. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, right? I know you keep looking over here and I can't see the time stamp. I'm not even looking at the time. I'm just, like, being a, a nerd and, like, watching and being like, is it clipping? Please don't tell me it's Oh, clipping. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, we're good. We're good. No, we're Gucci. So, I'm going uh, <clears throat> to run some of these in- Instagram questions we posted on Instagram. Like, hey, do you have something... Funny to say, yeah, or yeah. want to talk some yeah. shit? Yeah, let's do it. I'm, I'm, like, I'm excited. <laughs> uh, I'm yeah. gonna let you know. I haven't looked oh, at it. All right, yeah, I haven't looked at it. Oh yeah, I mean, before you guys go on yeah, for sure, but we yeah. gotta be there before you. Oh, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just we're here now. Yeah. Dealers on at 7:15. Yeah, we don't want to miss that no, for some reason. No. Not for some reason. We just don't want to miss it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this is this is the first comment. It might not even be a question. Actually, it's probably not. A, it's not a question. <clears throat> Squid Billy's for life. Oh, Some of bitch truck boat truck. It's my turn with the sex box. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's what that is. I'm yeah, I'm almost positive that's with Billy's. 100, percent yeah, yeah. I, would, I would assume. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that Matthew guy going to be the permanent singer because he rips? He does rip. And we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> it's Great a, singer. Yeah. It's, so is it? That's basically like up in the air. You haven't yeah, like started yeah. searching for a permanent. Yeah. Okay. I think we would love to it's have him. Basically, just saving our asses. Right yeah. Now, yeah. Exactly. It, I mean, so shout out. I know boundaries is his baby. So like you know, yeah, he's got to do him. You know what I mean? Maybe I'll you know, maybe you can just like constantly do tours with each other. That'd and be sick. Because I love all of them. Literally, they're just great. Blow guys. his voice out, just half time faster. You know, twice oh as fast. Oh my god. Uh, do you guys dig thrash? Thrash? Like I, I, thrash I'm assuming thrash metal. metal or something like that, yeah. yeah uh, that's cool. Yeah, there's some stuff from it that I like. If, if Somebody told me one time that if you took, like, our original album, Pain Again, and, like, uh, boosted it up, like, a couple keys, it sounds like thrash metal. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, if you put Pain Again in, like, E standard and, like, play the riffs, it literally sounds like thrash. Huh. It's funny. Nice. My friend pitch shifted it up for me one time, and I was like, it sounds like Anthrax. <laughs> you can record it in a trash can, and it'll sound just like Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what happened to your singer, question mark? <laughs> we already went over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you're this deep into it and don't know. Yeah. Stop skipping. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's no timestamps. Stop know pressing that 15-second ahead button. I know what you're doing. Who would you say your main influences are as a band? As a whole or individually? As I mean, a band? Could, let's do uh, yeah, let's do the band first, and then we'll just grab a couple of your personal ones. I feel like we all really fuck with Under Oath. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Interesting. Oh yeah, as a drummer, Aaron Gillespie. All day. Yeah, yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Interesting. I feel like Under Oath, Kublai Khan's another good example. We all really like Kublai Khan. I um, mean, I know me and Mitch love Slipknot. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can be in. I, I honestly don't think you can be in the hardcore metal scene and. Yeah, like not it's at least, weird if you don't like Slipknot. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, I'll say that we saw them recently uh, last year at Louder Than Life when we were covering it. Mm-hmm. The new version of it, I'm not really a big fan of, but yeah. I grew up listening to fucking self-titled and Iowa. And yeah, shit, so they always will have a place for me. But I feel you. I only it, saw them one time when they were torn off. All hope is gone, and it mm. was like. That's insane. Sick. Yeah, I was like in eighth grade, and that it just Joey fucking blew my band. mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I uh, I saw them in '01. That was the first oh time I saw them. Yeah, and that was fucking right right after Iowa. I wish. You know, my cousin I saw them wish. at like Ozfest or something. That's where I saw them. Yeah, like, dude. It was right with uh, Lincoln Park, Crazy Town, Disturbed. Crazy Let's Town. Let's go, Crazy <laughs> Town, baby. Yeah, Crazy my Town. Butterfly Sugar. They were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. They were the main. They were on the main stage. Dude, if I you can believe it or not, crazy that butterfly song is. I'm not Let me ask you a question. Yeah. For a Let me ask you a question because you're probably gonna get shit Dude, for that. I love that. '90s music. Oh yeah, I grew up in. I mean, yeah. I'm probably ten years older than you. Yeah, you so, 
No, I am. <laughs> you definitely. You are. said your age, so I know. <laughs> but uh, I fuck. You know, and again, because I was I was a new metal kid or whatever. I fucking got into Crazy Town. I mean, the Butterfly song attracted me to them. Yeah. But then, like, I started listening to their other shit, and I like the rap rock crap because Limp Biscuit yeah, is yeah. from here, and oh, I yeah. grew up with that. So I still listen to Limp Biscuit. Fuck it, that shit rips. Yeah, we already <laughs> had. Man, you have to watch the last podcast where I talked about it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, I'm a big Limp. Biscuit fan. I just posted a picture on the fucking Lambda message board of me singing fucking My Way with Fred on the goddamn Face stage. Oh. No, you were, no, no. You were on stage with them? Yeah, they pulled me up. Out of Yo, the crowd. what? That's 100%. so sick. I'll show, you, I'll show you the picture when we get out of here. But, um, I saw Limp Biscuit in Russia one time and it was what? one of the best. That's fucking was, more sick than It Russia. was one of the best experiences of my life, literally. I was just like, it was one of the only times I ever saw a band where I was like in awe of how crazy it was. I was just like, what? What was, it, what was the band we saw at TLA? What was that? Architects? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Architects. That, yeah, shit, that shit was, was crazy. insane. Me and Mitch were like, yeah. this is like inside the TLA. It's like some stadium rock shit yeah, straight up. Like, <laughs> I mean, those it is. They play stadiums too, in fucking those are UK. Like, I mean, no one wants to say Limp is a big band, but Limp outside of America Dude, is a huge Dude, they still crush. They're, they're, it, it was like a sold out, like 10,000 cap, like small, like arena type thing that we saw them. And it's not like they didn't, they haven't played there like, a couple years. Oh, they yeah, seem no. to tour the, yeah. They seem to tour the. They hit Europe time. and shit way more than they hit over here because, like, when they come here, it's just not as cool as it is over there. Oh, so okay. why would you? If so I was big. in the same place, I'd be like, let's go back to fucking Russia. They like, got they got money out there. They're paying money. Out yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Um, Fred Durst got to buy those classic cars somehow, man. Have you seen Have you seen your boy lately with the beard? Dude, I actually did look at his. Uh, you seen the Instagram filter? Yeah. You can make your face Fred. Durst. Oh yeah, for sure. Fucking in- incredible. You don't think I did that? Of course. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I got pulled out. I got pulled on stage and fucking, I was like, seventeen. That's so That's sick. And at the time, they were like the band for me too. So yeah. it was like fucking. Yeah, you were starstruck. Dream come Disney true, baby. Kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> keep it rolling. Who was doing the vocals for you guys at Furnace Fest? I think Matt actually is. Unless we get somebody else, like isn't Brendan gonna be there? <laughs> yeah, Brendan is gonna be there. That would be funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like un- unless we do get somebody else that's like 100% permanent by then I think it will be Matt because we talked to him about doing that and like a few other things like possibly mm-hmm. if we don't find somebody else so it might be him or it might be a new guy or it might be Brendan I don't know how is it <laughs> how is it like gonna are you excited for Furnace Fest Cause I don't oh, know yeah. if you guys were old oh, yeah. enough to re- really remember like when it was yeah, I looked it up on YouTube. Yeah, same. <laughs> so did I. Yeah. Because, like, everybody told us it was, like, a big deal. Sure. Bro, yeah. I fucking was of age when those yeah. things were going on, so. Yeah, it was, like, it, we we kind of got lucky, too, because, like, you, do you guys know uh, Mike Zemer? Yes. Like, he's, like, not doing that So What Fest because he's, like, one of four guys that are running the Furnace Fest this year. And we have a really good relationship with him. So, like, yeah, he, he, he hit us up, like, early on about it when they were forming it. We were when, like, yeah, be When sick. was the last Furnace Fest? Oh, four. Yeah, I was going to say I 2004, I think. Yeah. I mean, that was the last time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was in fourth grade. That was, it might have been 03. I was in third grade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you weren't up to date on all this shit then? No. Nah, <laughs> man, I didn't even, I don't even know. I mean, I, That's probably I, when I had that icon rap sucks <laughs> on fucking eight. <laughs> I didn't know shit. No, yeah. Uh, yeah, Mike, yeah, we, we kind of go back and forth. Him and JP and I, um, but yeah, he was part of you guys were part of like the new music added yeah. to the fest because it's a lot of like you you know you counterpoints uh, yeah uh, knock loose and all that or 
some of the new You know what's blood. so funny is there's this band playing called the Juliana Theory. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you, uh, yeah. yeah, there's this band called <laughs> that song on top of the world. It's at the end of that fucking Disney Channel original movie, Motocross, where like <laughs> his sister's like the dirt bike racer. Bro, I have no but idea. But anyway, <laughs> so me and my sisters loved that song because we found it on that movie when we were kids. And then I saw their playing and I texted my sister. I was like, yo... I'm playing with the fucking Juliana Theory. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a fan of theirs at all. I think I saw them a couple of times when I was like a kid, and yeah. I was like, I'm not feeling it. I wasn't watching the Disney Channel or nothing like that. I was of age uh, at this point. You know, I was like a teenager. So yeah, yeah. It probably hit you a little differently. Yeah, it probably did. And I never even had Disney Channel until I was like in middle school, so I missed out on that whole wave. So when it was like free for everybody, you mean? No, nah, like I didn't. I just like didn't have cable TV really when I was like a really young I don't kid. Think Mitch has ever seen Brink. Yeah, I've never seen like any. I've never seen Brink. I've never seen like any. Yeah. Disney I used to rollerblade. I never saw it, and it came out when I was rollerblading. Team <laughs> Puffin said, "Man, I mean, I think it's all grind though." <laughs> I think I saw yeah. <laughs> the best movie literally ever fucking made. You rollerblade? You skate like that? I don't rollerblade, but I skateboard. Uh, yeah, grind your skateboard to, movie though. I'm trying to bring it back. Sweet Lou. <laughs> yeah, sweet Lou. Uh, this is another fucking question about fucking Travis. We'll move on. And the last one is about Matt. What a is he a permanent vocalist thing? So we'll just skip that too altogether. Mm. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, damn, fucking 50-something minutes into it. So we'll just wrap it up so we can Sweet. head to the venue. Yeah. Um, Gotta catch Dealer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beeler. Well, do you guys have anything that you would like to leave the fans of Ariels with? Any little nuggets of, like, hope and inspiration and or who to check out? Like, bands that are up and coming? Yeah, the movie Tron. Yeah, no. <laughs> which, group, which one? Because, like, you know, I can kind of think that he's going to say, like, the new one with Daft Punk. Uh, no, like, no, no. It's an inside joke with Urban. Yeah, it's like every time anyone says, like, oh, what's what's that band that we always listen to? It's like, oh, you're thinking of Tron, man. It's like, it's just a bad, bad joke. You're thinking of Tron. But, uh, yeah, I would definitely say maybe... I, honestly, I would definitely say that we're trying to try and put something out this year. So, like, look, look forward yeah. to that. Um, we're not breaking up unless you want us. No, we're just playing. Nah. <laughs> Check out. Go listen to Loathe. Yep. I'll leave you on that. Ah, we're good. Great band. Both of these podcasts are similar. Approved by Chino. Dude, yeah. <laughs> it was it? Yeah, it was. He, like, uh, tweeted the music video for their song, Two Way Mirror, and, like, like that, they definitely crazy. remind me. They're like the deathcore Deftones. That's L- what literally, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a sexy ass record, that's for sure. Um, but Deftones are sexy, yeah. too. Um,. Damn, I was going to fucking ask you one question, but now I'm blanking out because we're wrapping it up. Give me four seconds before I uh, cut it. Yeah, that's it. We're just going to wrap it up. (laughs) (laughs) I have no fucking clue what I was going to say. All right, yeah, well, check out Burials, obviously, if you haven't already. I'm sure you have if you're Googling them on YouTube or something like that. But, um, yeah, thanks for coming on. That's dope you guys are here. Uh, Oh, no. You're friends with, like, all the bands that hate us. So <laughs> so definitely, like, you know, pass oh, the word on that we're not horrible to be on the podcast. I like you. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, cool. Yeah. I can't speak for the rest. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. But, uh, yeah, because, like, you were, you were naming bands off that you're friends of, and I'm like, yeah, don't like us. Don't like us. Yeah. I, know, I know You Are the Knife is not a big fan, I don't think. We were in the van yesterday, and uh, I didn't – I actually didn't know – but it was by my own ignorance that we were doing a Lambo thing today. And, like, I looked at the email because Mike's, like, forwarded it to me. But it's, like, advanced for it. And I was like, 
oh, Mike, it's Lamgo. And he looked me like dead in the eyes, like face turned away. He's like, you're still, you're still going to do it, right? You're still going to do it. And I was like, no, no, yeah, I'm doing it. I don't care. But like, it was just like, I could see the look of horror in his face, like, bro, don't bail on this now. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. You like, wouldn't be the first why? people to do it. <laughs> no, yeah, there's a lot. No. Uh, no, I mean, we've, we've dealt with. We'll do anything. Yeah, we we've don't dealt with that a couple of times. But I mean, We're again. We're on Twitter, literally. We just love to be assholes on Twitter. Isn't That's, that what Twitter's for? Exactly. Yeah, okay. I didn't know. If, <laughs> I didn't know if I didn't know the rules or anything like that, but uh, yeah, no, we we definitely have clashed with a couple of bands, but um, it's all good. I didn't. They, Alex was surprised, like I said, that you guys were going to come on. Yeah, so that was cool. I'm not surprised <laughs> that he was surprised, but yes. here we are. But here we are. Hatchet is buried. So, Bry, whenever you want to come on, you're fucking invited. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> See, that sucks. That sucks when I'm, like, a fan of, like, those bands, like, Jesus Peace, You're the Knife, and not with some fan of all those, yeah. but, like, It'd be fucking hard pressed to get most of those bands on here, I think, just because of the previous. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like this was really sick. So, like, I feel like after people, you know, hear a couple of these, maybe some like opinions will change because I had a really good time. Hey, man, I'm yeah. only hoping. Yeah. And then we can get Fred Durst on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. I think a goal of mine is to get Fred, Frankie, and Franz on the same fucking podcast. Oh my fucking god. Jeez. I'm putting that out in the universe right now. Yeah. Speaking it into existence, yeah. as they say. I mean, Fred can... I mean, Fred for personal reasons, but having Frankie and fucking Franz on would be dope, too. Yeah. The three Fs. Yeah. Spam F in the chat. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to start working on that. I give myself a little, like, a year to work that out. Tell Franz to bring his cat. Yeah, yeah. Tell Franz... If, what's that fucking thing's name? I don't know. I wasn't Fucking there. Chad or something? Doesn't he have, like, a Mr. Biggles Carl. kind of cat? It's Carl. Yeah. All I heard yeah, is yeah. that the cat opened... It opens doors. The cat's, like, a Didn't fucking like... human... <laughs> Somebody woke up and it was eating some yeah, cotton I, candy. Yeah, I woke up in the middle of the night and it was eating uh, fucking peanuts, beaver nuggets from. Oh Buffy. yeah, 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 yeah. You guys just fucking stayed there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was they sick. all did. I was with my friend Dom. Yeah. You didn't stay at the eight room house. Nah, I didn't. It was, it was a good time. I, I bet they lie. did some OnlyFans shit. <laughs> no, no. I mean, maybe he did, but I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dudes. I gotta go do a solo show. Yeah. I will see you in thirty minutes. <laughs> all right. I gotta go make on that note. Billion dollars real quick. I hope Franz is here tonight. On that note, uh, we'll we'll cut it we'll here. Let's do it. So yeah, thanks for coming on. Check out Varials, obviously. Uh, fucking download, stream, buy their album uh, in darkness, right? Yes, sir. And uh, yeah, so check it out. And thanks for coming on, guys. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. That was great. I don't think it overstates things to say that the Beatles were the greatest gift to entertainment and culture of our time, a secular religion, if you will, with their universal appeal and demonstrable impact on people's lives. I'm Robert Rodriguez, host of Something About the Beatles. With every episode, I speak with historians, musicians, artists, and Beatle witnesses, all in the service of fresh insights into the most joyous cultural entity the world has ever known. I hope you'll join me and listen to something about the Beatles, now in Evergreen, and wherever you get your podcasts.